Seven Pictures of Prayer by Patrick Atuge Anani Patrick Atuge Anani, PhD, is an associate professor in the School of Theology and Religion, University of Southern Caribbean, Trinidad and Tobago. Mark J. Boda has observed that identifying prayer is often more of an art than a science. Scripture contains at least 50 lengthy prayers as well as several hundred references to the act of praying. The Bible does not prescribe a specific vocabulary for prayer, but does give examples of how people prayed. Are there any special procedures or esoteric knowledge we must have to pray effectively? Prayer is difficult to define because biblical authors present the act of prayer rather than providing a definition. In this article, I present seven pictures that can throw some light on the life of prayer. Not that scripture has only seven pictures or metaphors for praying, but just that I like the sacred connotations of the number. 1. Prayer as a Conversation The best scriptural metaphor for praying is that of a conversation with God. The Bible uses terms of speech, for example, say, speak, call, to describe how God's people address God in a friendship relationship. Expressive words, for example, cry, beseech, seek, denote the emotional attitude of the praying person rather than a religious vocabulary for elaborate prayers. However, the Hebrew Bible portrays praying essentially as a conversation with the deity. It approaches him with a realistic expectation of a response. As we consider the elements of speaking, waiting and listening, we can assume that scripture portrays prayer as a communicative attitude. God listens to hear the motives behind the prayer. Abraham spoke persuasively with God to save Sodom. David reminds us to commit our ways to the Lord, to trust him and to wait. Isaiah summons the people to repent, reminding them of the conversation to which they can return. Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way, walk in it. Isaiah 30 verse 21 Additionally, the prayer dialogue must be constant to establish true intimacy with God. Jesus portrayed such intimate conversation. He called God Father, using the Aramaic Abba, yet this intimacy did not prevent him from showing a great sense of respect for God's holiness. He brought a new dimension, one in which we call God our Father. Prayer is portrayed as not only conversational, but also personal. Jesus often withdrew into desert or secluded places to pray and urged his disciples always to pray and not lose heart. Not only did he instruct his disciples how to pray, but he also made prayer an essential part of his lifestyle and usually the first action in every critical step of his ministry and during any trouble. 2. Prayer as Confidence Prayer is a testimony of our confidence in God. The Father loves us as his children, hearing and answering our prayers because of Jesus. Biblical prayers are not a magical or incantatory formula to control or conciliate God. Elijah offered a simple, straightforward prayer rooted in his relationship with God. I am your servant. 1 Kings 18, verse 36. 3. Prayer as Obedience Usually, when someone bows their head, closes their eyes and folds their hands, it indicates invocation in many world religions. But scripture does not favour any specific postures while praying. Solomon started praying while standing with his hands spread to God and finished the prayer kneeling. Others spread their hands towards God's sanctuary. 
Daniel prayed while kneeling in his home as Jesus himself and the apostles Peter and Paul did. Ezra threw himself to the ground in prayer. The Bible records other positions such as sitting, bowing or pounding the chest. The physical acts indicate how the whole person is engaged in prayer. But the bodily symbols are significant only when they match the humbled heart seeking God. The fact that human beings look at the outward appearance but the Lord looks at the heart. 1 Samuel 16 verse 7 Determines the value and effectiveness of prayer. Jesus opposed long prayers in public places. Likewise, God will shun even eloquent prayers if coming from the unrighteous. The most important posture in prayer is one of both rest, trust in God, and action, obedience. A deep and necessary connection exists between our praying and our living. Jesus modelled the posture of submitted action as he prayed in Gethsemane. May your will be done. Matthew 26 verse 42 Most importantly, his lifestyle and prayers manifested the same thing. 4. Prayer as Relationship David Antion states, Prayer is an exchange of confidence between God and his covenant people. God responds to people who appeal to him on the basis his character, justice, love, grace, mercy and trustworthiness. Moses and Samuel exemplified a right relationship with God. They called on the Lord, and he answered them. He spoke to them from the pillar of cloud. They kept his statues and the decrees he gave them. Psalm 99 verse 6 and 7 Instead of involving some esoteric system of symbols and incantations limited to just a few, prayer is open to all because God wants to relate and respond to any of his faithful who come to him in confidence. Moses captured the relational basis of biblical prayers when he declared, What other nation is so great as to have their gods near them the way the Lord our God is near us whenever we pray to him? Deuteronomy 4 verse 7 David recognised this accessible aspect of prayer. This poor man called and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all his troubles. Psalm 34 verse 6 5. Prayer Across Life Because God is near to us in every moment of life, every aspect of it is open to prayer, whether it be distress, sickness, a need for guidance, repentance from sin, or bewilderment at God's ways. The verb seek typically describes the action of prayer and depicts it as part of the quest after wisdom and life. The book of Psalms consists entirely of prayers, reflecting the range of emotions people experience throughout their lifetime. 6. Prayer as Service Those who offered prayer in both the Old and the New Testaments demonstrated that one central goal should be to ask God to help others. Abraham, Moses, Joshua and Daniel prayed on behalf of the Israelite people, as did all of the prophets. The apostles requested prayer from the churches for their outreach ministry. Jesus taught the disciples to use prayer as an avenue of service, not as a means of personal power. His prayer of blessing and intercession in John 17 echoes the language of public prayers of the Old Testament, furthering his image as prophet, priest and king. The book of Hebrews portrays Jesus as a high priest who always lives to intercede for us. Hebrews 7 verse 25 7. Prayer as Power 
Prayer allows God's children to stand figuratively in heaven. The book of Revelation portrays the elders praying before the Lord while holding golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. Unlike most other communications, when we pray, we can expect that the Spirit of God himself will aid us. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. Romans 8 verse 26 Prayers of faith avail much and can achieve remarkable things. Jesus said, If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, Be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it will obey you. Luke 17 verse 6 Prayer as Petition Scripture presents no elaborate images for praying nor any special techniques, postures or esoteric wisdom guaranteed to give you success. Rather, the Bible depicts prayer as a vital dimension of the divine-human relationship. It marks the people of God and is rooted in human need and divine love. While pictures of nurture, confrontation of God by his people and of people by God, quiet communion and intimate dialogues are present in Scripture. Asking for help is the primary image for prayer in the Bible. For bibliographical and biblical references on this article and for much more content for pastors and church leaders, please visit ministrymagazine.org.